My name is Robert Roundtree and I'm the host of the Marijuana Solution and I want to tell each and every one of you how you can help free the plant in Florida and that's by signing the petition for Regulate Florida. If you're a registered voter in the state of Florida, go to regulateflorida.com and download the petition. Sign it, send it into the address on the back to Sensible Florida, or you can bring it into any True Leave around the state of Florida. True Leave is a huge supporter of Regulate Florida, just like the Marijuana Solution and Sunshine Cannabis. And I want to let everyone know that right now, Sunshine Cannabis has committed to donating a portion of all proceeds from their Sunshine Kush True Pod, the Sunshine Gold True Stick merchandise, a percentage of all proceeds to the Regulate Florida campaign to free the plant. The Marijuana Solution is brought to you by Sunshine Cannabis, True Leave, MJ Buddy, and We Are Rare. We're Florida's first licensed medical cannabis dispensary with locations all throughout Florida, and we deliver all throughout Florida next day. We have the largest selection of products within the allowable delivery methods. Truly products are hand-grown in an environment that keeps it as natural as possible at every turn. We don't use pesticides and we lab test our products and those lab tests are published on our website. So you can be confident at the medication that you're putting into your body. Our favorite products are our vaporization lines, our TruePod, our TrueClear is a patient favorite, and we also just recently launched TrueFlower for patients that want the full entourage effect. At Truly, we're really proud to offer the largest variety to patients, and we're really excited about the future and all of our patients that are helping us expand and grow and make our products even better. Visit our website at www.trueleave.com to find out where all of our dispensaries are located, shop online, learn more about our products, or find a doctor if you haven't gotten started in the medical cannabis process. Hi, it's Chris Sunshine here, the president and founder of Sunshine Cannabis. I'm so excited to tell you all about our brand new Sunshine Kush True Pod, available now statewide at all True Leave locations and online at trueleave.com. You can buy the brand new Sunshine Kush True Pod. It comes in a ratio of eight to one. It's 710 milligrams of THC and 90 milligrams of CBD. The top terpenes are limonene, linalool, myrcene, and caryophylline. The entourage benefits for patients are unmatched and the taste is top shelf kush with a sunshine fruit sparkle at the end. Don't miss it. It's in stock now. Get to your local True Leave or go online to trueleave.com. Buy the brand new 800 milligram pure relief in a pod sunshine kush product from Sunshine Cannabis. And remember, sunshine is the best medicine. Hello, everyone. You're listening to The Marijuana Solution, and I'm your host, Robert Roundtree. In this episode, we have on a very special guest. We have on Dr. Jeffrey Sharkey. And he is the president of the Medical Marijuana Business Association of Florida. And as many of you that have been following the Marijuana Solution and the other groups online, they have a very, very important policy conference that is happening tomorrow. And that features some of the top policymakers, uh, patient advocates, and executives from the industry. Dr. Sharkey has been involved for decades working with government and policymakers in some of his other business ventures, and he is bringing that expertise to the medical cannabis industry. And I'm very honored to have him on today to speak about what the Medical Marijuana Business Association's policy conference is bringing to the Sunshine State and uh, what the Medical Marijuana Business Association of Florida provides for the industry. 
How are you doing today, Dr. Sharkey? Good. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate the opportunity to uh, be on your podcast. You're very welcome. I'm, I'm glad you took time out of your busy schedule. I know there's a lot of things on uh, the plate for today and tomorrow. Uh, could you give the Marijuana Solution listeners basically a uh, maybe five-minute condensed version of who Dr. Jeffrey Sharkey is uh, and what made you compelled to get involved in the medical cannabis industry? Sure. Thank, thank you, Robert. Um, I am, we're based in Tallahassee. Uh, we have a, um, a government relations and business consulting firm, a lobbying firm, have been in that, uh, in that government relations business space for about 25 years. Prior to that, uh, you know, I came to Florida State to get my Ph.D., uh, and worked uh, with uh, the Commissioner of Education and the Governor on international issues, international education, and then segued into um, uh, issue advocacy and, and, and lobbying on a variety of issues. So over the years, uh, we've uh, been uh, uh, honored to represent a kind of wide variety of different kinds of clients. Our focus has really been to try to identify uh, innovation, uh, clients who have innovative solutions to both government and business. Uh, so we represent uh, Tesla and SpaceX and all of Elon Musk's companies, as well as a variety of others uh, interested in smart uh, technology. Uh, and uh, so, um, back in the, the background on the um, on the medical marijuana space is, as you know, and your listeners know, in, in 2014 when there was an interest in putting a the constitutional amendment uh, for medical cannabis on the ballot, uh, the legislature uh, came together and wrote a uh, legislation, you know, low THC uh, cannabis uh, legislation in 2014. And because there were so many different, it was very, you know, motivated a lot of different people to come to Tallahassee and, and, uh, and give their uh, uh, perspectives and recommendations on how the state should be setting up this regulatory framework, a uh, wide variety of interests, as you well know, in this, in this industry. So we created the, uh, this Medical Marijuana Business Association of Florida, modeled on what other states have done, uh, to try to provide uh, input to policymakers, legislators, on kind of best practices from other states, uh, uh, you know, uh, issues that might be avoided, uh, ways to approach it uh, that uh, provided a, a forum for interested uh, stakeholders to discuss. So we we held a you know a number of uh, facilitative stakeholder meetings in 2014, and then when that bill passed in 2015 and 2016, as the legislature uh, each year. Uh, looked at ways of uh, improving and expanding the low THC uh, legislation back then. And then, of course, with the passage in 2016 of Amendment 2 and the legislature uh, passing uh, the uh, implementing legislation in 2017, uh, Senate Bill 8A, uh, we've been you know, actively involved with the legislature and the governor's office and the Department of Health to assist businesses and you know physicians and patients with uh, navigating uh, the you know the regulatory framework uh, that uh, has been put in place, and so that leads us to today. Um, uh, we're we're hosting uh, tomorrow a um, medical marijuana legislative policy conference that's designed to bring together 
interested stakeholders from around the state, actually from around the country, uh, with policymakers, legislators, to provide some input and discuss ways of potentially improving uh, the existing law and uh, regulatory framework. So uh, our, our, our focus is to make sure that patients have access to affordable medicine, uh, that physicians can treat and recommend medical cannabis to patients you know, in a safe and informed and efficient manner, and that also businesses involved, the MMTCs, can remain productive and financially viable, uh, compliant, and then focus on meeting patients' needs with high-quality products. So that's all day tomorrow. We've got, a, we've got a, you know, 40 speakers, including uh, Courtney Coppola, who's the head of the, the head regulator for the industry. We've got uh, uh, truly Kim Rivers. Uh, we've got bankers. We've got uh, uh, stakeholders, normal uh, veterans uh, and others, uh, to uh, uh, Commissioner Freed's uh, um, will be in attendance, Holly Bell, the new director of cannabis. So it's going to be an interesting uh, uh, day of, uh, of conversation and ideas and uh, potentially recommendations uh, for the legislature. Excellent. This uh, sounds like it's exactly what Florida needs. There's a lot of advocacy groups, and you've touched on a few different types. You know, we have normal, we have a handful of different veterans organizations. Uh, I'm on the board of a nonprofit for special needs children, uh, but there there hasn't been an organization, and obviously until the Medical Marijuana Business Association of Florida, that's actually pulling together all the stakeholders and giving them a forum to speak together. And I think this is you know, just a sign of the times, the industry is maturing and your organization is playing a very pivotal role here in Florida. What are, you, you mentioned there would be 40 speakers and it's a legislative policy conference. What are some of the things that um, an attendee can expect to get out of the conference? Well, thanks, Robert. Uh, the um, let me kind of just tick through some of the, it's, you know, it's a panel discussion format, so uh, we'll have, um, um, we'll have uh, some interesting folks on kind of like the state of the industry, state of the medical marijuana industry. You know, Ms. Coppola will be doing an overview of the current status of, uh, of the industry from the Department of Health's perspective on, on how they're, uh, uh, you know, implementing and regulating the program. Uh, Kim Rivers will be there. We have representatives from the League of Cities and the Association of Counties on dispensary, retail dispensary issues. Uh, we've got uh, some medical ad uh, advisors there. Holly Bell, who's the Director of Cannabis for the Department of Agriculture, uh, as well as uh, looking at some of the legal issues that are holding up the issuance of new licenses. And then we have a panel on physicians, patients, and testing. Uh, for, you know, physicians talking about um, you know, the issues that they're facing, patients as well, uh, challenges in terms of getting their cards, getting their recommendations, dosing. Um, we have a, an afternoon uh, lunch session with the legislature, legislators and cabinet members, and Commissioner Freed will be there. We have uh, invited senators and House members uh, to participate to talk about. There are about seven to ten pieces of legislation that have been filed this year, uh, including the you know, removal of the ban on uh, smoking marijuana, it's been the most high priority, but there are a variety of others, and so uh, those have been made available to the participants, and so we'll be talking some about them. 
so we expect some interesting feedback from legislators. And then we have a panel on the MMTC industry leaders. We have uh, TrueLeave, Zerterra, AltMed, Three Boys Farm. We'll be talking about, you know, their their view of the world, how building a business, you know, the challenges and opportunities facing them. We have a panel on program research and efficacy. Obviously, uh, everybody's interested in whether or not these, you know, this medical marijuana program works. Works for patients, works for physicians, works for communities. And because of the restrictions on clinical research, we have to find some ways to determine, you know, two or three years from now, has the program been effective? Are, are patients getting relief? Other than just anecdotally. So we've got, we got a panel on that. We have a panel on legal issues, banking, and license acquisition. As you know, there's been a number of legal challenges filed that have held up the licensing. Uh, banking has always been an issue. We have some, some discussion. We have the head of the Office of Financial Institutions for the state of Florida who oversees all banking. He's on the panel. We have some bankers from out on the West Coast who are going to be involved. Uh, we have uh, folks who are going to talk about um, uh, the acquisitions, the capital markets that are coming into Florida. So, And then finally, at the end of the day, we have a, we have a panel on the future of marijuana in Florida. Um, and so we have, uh, we have uh, Ben Palera, who you know, ran United for Care, talking about what's next, you know, in Florida for the next two to three years. And then we have a special guest speaker from Denver who is going to kind of give, uh, Kevin Daly with Mindful is going to give a, uh, an overview of what's happening nationally, trend lines, what uh, Florida can expect as the industry emerges and matures. So it'll be a packed day. Fabulous. That's a lot of very important subjects being covered. Um, as you mentioned, license acquisition, there's tons of lawsuits being filed uh, by groups that want to apply and get a, and be awarded a license. And licenses have been getting sold. More licenses have actually changed hands and haven't in Florida. And it's um, really good to see these topics being addressed and discussed openly, especially with the policymakers. I know some of the politicians aren't too happy that businesses are selling for tens of millions of dollars and the state is being left out and not receiving a sale on that business. Correct. And I believe that's one of the reasons why the legislation that was filed by Senator Brandis with all of the licensing and fees in there, um, you know, we definitely, in my opinion, should be taxing the sale of a business. I mean, they're just changing hands, but that's what we're going to discuss this weekend, or this weekend, this week, Tuesday, in Tallahassee, and that's at the uh, Turnbull Center, is that correct? Yes, FSU Turnbull Center, um, uh, right at uh, the edge of uh, across from the Civic Center in Tallahassee, yeah. Uh, starts at uh, 8.30, runs till actually 5.30. It's going to be a long day. But And then we have a welcome reception tonight uh, in the 22nd floor of the Capitol, uh, which is going to be a nice uh, a nice evening starting at 5, runs till 7.30. And we'll have a – listen, the legislature is in session now, so they're coming in today. They have committee meetings today. So pulling them from their committee meetings is always a challenge, but I wanted to make sure we had this conference now while you know the smoking bill is is being heard this week while these other pieces of legislation are starting so we'll gather up all the comments and recommendations from the conference and put them into a conference report and submit that to policymakers and legislators um, um, for them to 
you know, look at and digest. Um, as you know, you know, oftentimes the only opportunity that stakeholders, you know, have to talk to legislators is either testifying at a committee, which is usually very short, and or, um, you know, stopping by to see them in their office when they're very busy. So uh, hopefully we can, we can provide a, you know, a forum and a, a document that'll uh, be, uh, you know, the source of conversation and discussion as they, it's our, it's our goal that they, the legislature, revisit the regulatory, um, revisit the regulatory uh, structure and uh, revise the existing law in a variety of uh, ways. And so I think that will probably happen this session. So we want to give them these, these recommendations to help provide some guidance. Good deal. There's definitely a lot of issues that need to be addressed this legislative session, uh, in my opinion, although I don't think all of them will. Uh, you, you brought up a few, you know, the licensing structure. Um, we've got patient protections for employment, uh, both for people that are already employed and people looking to possibly gain employment. Uh, there's a, a lot of small issues. And then the smoking legislation that's going to allow smoking. There's a lot of issues in that as well. But it's something to start and work on. And it's a great day to see in Florida that the unconstitutional smoking ban is finally going to be removed. Um, you mentioned something earlier about, you know, getting something more concrete than just the anecdotal research and evidence that we've had. And in Florida, I believe we're actually going to do really well with gathering data and collecting it uh, because it's baked into a lot of the legislation that the doctors have to provide you know, written documentation, uh, specifically with the smoking one, they're going to have to provide written documentation um, as to how they think smoking is going to be more beneficial for the patient than the other routes of administration that they have already tried. And I think we're just going to gather a lot of information and data, and it's going to support the anecdotal research uh, because, in my opinion, there's no way tens of thousands of people are making claims that this medicine is helping them if it's not. I don't think there's a big scam, but we need to get, you know, large scale peer reviewed studies done and it can put an end to a lot of the prohibitionists. I actually have a meeting scheduled later today at 3.30 to speak with Senator Keith Perry, who was quoted as saying, and a lot of uh, people say this, that Smoke, we all know smoking of any form is bad for you. And Senator Jeff Brandis brought up a really good point at the first committee stop on his Senate bill for the smoking issue. And that is, we all know that smoking tobacco and cigarettes are bad for people. But that doesn't mean smoking cannabis has the same negative health effects. And I actually was able to provide... Senator Brandis with a study that was done showing that lung function was not significantly, um, you know, hurt by smoking cannabis. And in some cases it was actually improved. So we have a lot of work to do. 
I'm very grateful for your organization and um, the part of the industry that you decide to get in and tackle because this is a very, very important part and it's going to just continue to add more credibility to what we're doing in Florida and give our lawmakers, you know, the reassurance that this really is medicine. It really is helping people and provide it to them in an easily digestible format. I think the conference recap that you're going to be providing the lawmakers is a great idea. And for those of you listening out there that do conferences, you might want to just steal that idea and add it into your repertoire because politicians have very, very little time. I mean, so little time. So Commissioner Nikki Freed said it's a good idea to have like a 30 to 60 second elevator pitch down if you're going to have an opportunity to speak with them. I recommend everyone, if you have an opportunity, get up to Tallahassee tomorrow, come to the policy conference, meet the stakeholders, it, especially if you're someone wanting to get into the industry, um, this is the place you want to be. There, there's not many conferences of this caliber, and this is one of a very few, maybe, in my opinion, probably the best one when it comes to legislative issues and really dealing with the issues that matter most to Floridians and actually talking to the people who make the laws. And those are the people that we need to continue to engage. So go down in the comment or the description right now, the Marijuana Solution listeners, and if you don't know who your representative is, click on that link, find out who they are, and contact them and let your voice be heard. Uh, Dr. Sharkey, you mentioned the uh, reception tonight at the Capitol. Yes, sir. That's mind. That's just mind blowing. And really quick, I just wanted to throw it out there that big picture folks, we're having a reception at the Capitol in Tallahassee, Florida for a medical marijuana policy conference. I just wanted to put that out there. Times are changing. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, it is. It is funny. Like four years ago, it would have been unheard of. Oh yeah, to have kind of just a general conversation. So, so you know, the education that everyone, all your listeners have done, uh, in uh, has changed the paradigm on what's acceptable. Um, people hear about the medical benefits of, of cannabis. Uh, they, their friends, their relatives, their aunts and uncles, kids. You know, and so I think we've you know everybody's made tremendous strides, and you know, and they're and they're getting into the details of, 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 you know, the actual implementation and operation of, of a very large statewide multi-million dollar program. So there are a lot of details and legislators, uh, you know, uh, did the best they could as they, they thought uh, throughout the last couple of years. And, and they're all learning. We're all learning. And the idea is to share that, that, that uh, what we've learned with them on how to improve patient access, you know, physician recommendations and information, uh, MMTC uh, operations. Uh, you know, this is this is an this is an evolving, immature business right now in Florida, and it you know it'll continue to mature. And you know, we, everybody needs to you know work together to help uh, make it an efficient, uh, an efficient and effective uh, business. I mean, what we don't, I mean, I'm not going to be, one of the things talked about uh, today is, you know, we, you know, a number of licenses, we certainly need, need more, more, more cultivation that may be 
breaking or making vertical integration optional, you know, getting specialized skills with people who know how to do certain things. Uh, you know, but if you look at other states, um, you know, there, there are uh, there are so many licenses in some other states that, uh, you know, the businesses have gone out of business, the prices have been depressed, uh, product quality has gone down. I mean, so you, you've got to learn how to balance this all, and each state is different. So, um, you know, we're looking forward to a healthy conversation today and throughout the rest of the Thank you so much for just bringing up what you did, and that is the fact that if, you know, in some states that just have much more liberal licensing and more licenses available, it's made it very hard for the businesses to survive. I worked in Washington State in the cannabis industry there for a couple years, and it is tough out there. The comp I mean, yeah. it's hard for businesses to stay afloat. Most are losing money, actually. Correct. Correct. So you got to keep, you know, businesses have to be viable, but you also you have to balance that with, with, with competition. Uh, so there's a sweet spot in there somewhere in the range. And, um, you know, we're all, this is all, you know, there's not a lot of data generated. So you, a lot of it's anecdotal and a lot of pressures on, on, um, on the business side. Uh, so, you know, we're, we want to have a, a thoughtful discussion on it and move uh, move to um, uh, making the you know, making the industry more mature. I mean, that's where it's got to go. But 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 viable, viable for patients, viable for physicians, and viable for communities. And retail dispensaries issue is a big one. And you got to have these MMTCs, um, some of which you know have really not done much. Uh, have, have, have transportation delivery, uh, but you know very few retail outlets. Um, and so you've got a very mixed bag of of licensees in terms of what they're what they're doing in terms of performance. So um, all those issues we're going to drill down and take a look at, and, and hopefully uh, come up with some good recommendations. For sure. And you pointed out something that I know has frustrated a lot of you out there listening to the marijuana solution, and that is. MMTCs that were awarded licenses and have done little to nothing with it and it's been frustrating uh, but you know as Dr. Sharkey said right now I would say that the Florida medical marijuana program is like a newborn a newborn baby and as Dr. Sharkey said we're in the process of now just beginning to start to mature and it needs to mature at our, all levels uh, the MMTC side, the ancillary side, and, you know, even the patient advocate side. Everything needs to and is in the process of maturing to the next level, including the stakeholders. Um, it's going to be some time before we get to the point where we're actually mature, and, and it's going to change because we're going to have adult use. So a lot of things are changing and they're happening fast and I want to highly 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 encourage everybody go into the description click on the find your representative link plug in your address and find out who the policymakers are that represent your district and schedule an appointment to speak with them get involved get involved get involved the more people that get involved the greater need 
to do something will be apparent to our policymakers. Uh, they know that something has to be done. The governor's given them an ultimatum, but they still need to hear from us. And they need to hear from us regularly. It is up to us, the citizens, to become engaged and help craft and mold the program as it matures and the industry as it matures, or else we will be served up whatever you know special interests uh, are able to get done because trust me a hundred percent on this one the special interest and the folks that have money to pay lobbyists they they're up there having conversations and that doesn't mean that anything corrupt is going on that just means they're up there and engaged and the people who engage the politicians are the ones that are going to be heard so just because you see a lot of action on social media and stuff like that does not mean that your elected official actually has a clue what's going on. Take it upon yourself. Reach out to them. Attend policy conferences like the one tomorrow of the Medical Marijuana Business Association of Florida. Become engaged. Meet the players and the stakeholders. There's not many of us in the industry. There's, you know, there's maybe a hundred or less um, that are regularly at all the events and engaged and as far as decision makers go within the industry there's there's not many so it's a very close tight-knit community it's uh, very easy to get involved just come out and do it we would love to have you involved I hope to see everybody tomorrow at the Medical Marijuana Business Association policy legislative policy conference on Florida State campus I'll see a bunch of familiar faces, and I hope to see some new ones as well. Uh, Dr. Sharkey, what, yes, sir. what are the ways that the Marijuana Solution listeners can um, remain engaged with the Medical Marijuana Business Association and follow along with what uh, your association is doing and stay engaged with you guys? Correct. I mean, we... Um we do, we do have a Medical Marijuana Business Association of Florida website, mmbafl.com. Uh, if uh, I can give you a, um, an email uh, to respond, we can put people on our um, association uh, newsletter uh, blast, which goes out twice a week on kind of policy updates uh, for... Um, you know, medical marijuana program, and and um, that would be uh, I'm going to give you a name Taylor Beal T A Y L O R B I E H L at gmail dot com. He manages that, and if people are interested, just send an email and they'll put them on their list. Excellent. It's a very good newsletter list, and it will keep you up to date with the information in the Sunshine State. And I think it's one of the better ones out there. I definitely recommend everyone listening to shoot an email and get on the list. And definitely check out the website, mmbafl.com. Was that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. M M B as as in uh, business A F L. Excellent. Uh, Medical Marijuana Business Association of Florida dot com. Yeah. Okay, and if you look in the description right now to everyone listening, there is a link 
down there to click and you can easily follow yeah. that. Okay, and Dr. Sharkey, uh, before I let you get back to your what I'm sure is a extremely hectic and busy day, are there any other things that you would like to leave the marijuana solution listeners with? Um, no, I, I, you know, I said I appreciate what you're doing, and, and it's you know, information and advocacy is always very important. I think what's really important in this is to um, you know continue to share um, stories about the benefits that uh, you know your listeners and others are getting from medical cannabis, and also some of the some of the comments of you know products they're getting. Um, physician recommendations. I mean, how, how can we improve this program? I mean, I think at the end of the day, one of the one of the concerns I think we all have here in Tallahassee is, as I mentioned, I, I mentioned to to the Department of Health. I said, you know, how how do we know in three years if this program's been effective, right, in terms of helping patients? And so, what what yeah, doesn't exist yet is, you know, an ability for patients to re, you know to report on what what they're consuming, how it's affecting them, have that data go back to the Department of Health and to the physician that's been recommending. And so the physician then now knows, I've got patients that are trying this product, they've got Parkinson's, and it's having this kind of effect. That, at a granular and clinical level, so to speak, so then the physician can recommend what works, the, the MMTCs can grow what patients want and what will work for them. And so you have this loop, you know, this closed loop of big data that that is that helps improve, uh, you know, the, the products that are being developed, uh, the efficacy for the patients, imp imp you know, educating doctors about what, what products work, what strains work, what you know, methods of administration. And so at the end of the day, the Department of Health will know, you know, three years from now, listen, we, you know, we know that these people with multiple sclerosis are really benefiting from these five different strains, right, with these attributes. And this is what people, you know, I mean, that, other than that, you know, people are just, you know, sampling, right, uh, which is okay maybe. But, I mean, in the, if it's a medical program, you know, you, you really want to find out what works. And I think that's one of the things we're striving for. Excellent. And I think given your track record, you're probably going to accomplish that. I really, <laughs> I really, well, thank you. oh, you're welcome. Absolutely. Um, you're playing a very pivotal role in the Florida medical marijuana program and an, an instrumental role in helping this industry mature, which it's much needed on all facets. And it's just going to help out everyone involved from the stakeholders to the patients, to the brands and companies that build devices for the industry. I really appreciate what you're doing and what you've done with the Medical Marijuana Business Association of Florida. I'm grateful for the time that you took out today to speak to the Marijuana Solution and look forward to seeing you later on today up in the Capitol. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You're welcome, Dr. Sharkey. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye. Well, 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 well